Uh, we're going to go across to Australia. I can see him. I can see him, and he's talking, but I can't hear him. Maybe they're on the line, I believe. Yes, here he is. Here he is. Here he is. How here you going, is. champion? Hello, bro. <laughs> help me. Help me with some Australian side to this topic we've had today, which is um, your favourite and most compelling sporting conspiracies controversies, Jimmy. Ah. Okay. We had a swag. It was brilliant. Okay, well, well um, give me your best. Give me, give me the one of most interest to our Australian audience. Well, one that people opinion. might not be aware of mm-hmm. was um, the Bobby Riggs, Billy Jean King tennis match, Battle of the yes. Sexes. You'll be aware yes. of that. Were yes. you aware that not long before that, Bobby Riggs played Margaret Court, who was the best player in the world, and thrashed her, absolutely thrashed her. And the conspiracy is Bobby Riggs had big gambling debts and he bet on Billie Jean King to beat him and he threw the match. Ooh. Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay. Nothing proven, of course. He's passed away, so no defamation issues. No, I don't have to say allegedly. No, that's right. <laughs> hey, that's right. He's, he's dead, so you can say what you like, really, can't you? Yeah. Uh, so there you go. All right, yeah. yeah. Well, once you get into those those sorts of conspiracy theories. Here's another one that's coming from McHugh. One of our regular... Hey, McHugh. Yeah, McHugh says conspiracy theory. Staffy doesn't live in New Zealand. (laughs) He lives in Australia with the rest of the Kiwi population and works from Queensland. Fair dinkum, Blue. (laughs) I have steak on my barbie, not shrimps. (laughs) (laughs) And not Morton Bay bugs. Oh, yeah. How good are the bugs? How good are the bugs? I was so excited to have a bug the first time I went to Australia. I was so excited. Had it in um, there's a a revolving restaurant in Surfers Paradise. Right. And I went up there and got the Morton Bay bugs, and it was delicious. Yeah, they're good. Mm. There's a bit of work associated with it, but Mm. they're good. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Here's my conspiracy theory. So, for those people who listen to the program, they know I love Keith Ross Miller, right? The great Australian. Oh, yes. it should be a, should be a mini series made about him, but that's a separate issue. He and Don Bradman weren't the best of mates. They had a spat, didn't they? Well, he bowled three short balls in a row to Bradman. Two that he played comfortably. The third one got him out. Mm. Two weeks after that, they named an Australian team to tour South Africa. Donald George was a selector. Keith missed out, Ooh. and they said, "Oh, he has a bad back." And Keith said, "No, I haven't. My back's fine." <laughs> so my conspiracy theory is. <laughs> Because Keith got him out, Don said, right, you're not touring. Wow. Actually, I'll tell you a good one that came through was that Bowden Barrett runs the All Blacks. Like, he's just a player, but he runs the All Blacks. He left New Zealand as our <clears throat> fullback, starting fullback, went overseas, had a sabbatical, came back and said, I'm a first five. And they said, no, you're not. Then the next test match, they named him at first five. And then last year, Geordie Barrett said, I want to play second five eight. He's been the fullback. I want to play second 5'8". And Bodie said he should play second 5'8". The All Black coach said, I don't see him as a second 5'8". All Black test came around. Geordie Barrett, second 5'8". Bowden Barrett runs the All Blacks. So that might be actually uh, legitimate, not a, not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> How's his coaching record then? He's under a bit of pressure, isn't he then, Bodie? Wasn't he down at the Melbourne Storm? Uh, Geordie was at the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Geordie was at the Storm. Yeah, um, like in cahoots with uh, Ballyache. Uh, said yeah. he loved his time there. Um, yeah. Spent some time with the kickers. 
Yeah, he loved it. Yeah, well, I, I, they all love it. It, it. They get to this opportunity where they get to go to see other, other, let's call them teams, not franchises, and guess what? You walk in there and you learn stuff. Mm. Like we've, we've been talking about Eddie Jones today and who he's trying to steal, right? He's got Joseph Swalehi and he said Cameron Murray, although, oh, look, he's contracted. I wouldn't go near him. Nathan Cleary. Well, Nathan Cleary's, you know who Nathan Cleary's boyhood hero was? Nathan Cleary's boyhood hero, no? Yeah. Well, his dad played and coached in for the Warriors, Dan Carter. Wow. Yeah. So Eddie's saying, well, he could be the number 10 for the Wallabies. Mm. Uh, so, you know, it's a, and, and I think that Richie McCaw, I know for a fact Richie McCaw, and I'm pretty sure that Dan Carter has, Richie McCaw's done a fair bit of stuff with the Panthers and Dan Carter's done some kicking with Nathan Cleary. There you go. It's getting closer and closer. In fact, one of our listeners, Ken, texts through much earlier in the show saying, Asaya Katoa wants to be an All Black and he's currently with the Dolphins. Correct. Wow. A very, very – he's just – if he's 19, he's only just turned 19. He's out of school, one year out of school, played in the Aussie Schoolboys rugby union side last year and then uh, signed a three-year deal with the Dolphins. The Panthers were all upset that they'd spent all this money developing him and then – when Joseph Swalehi signs a $1.6 million deal, he goes, yes, I want to play rugby too. <laughs> However, I want to play for the All Blacks. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd love to hear your take on the Warriors at the moment. It is Warriors fever pitch over here. It's been a long time coming, Jimmy. We're not getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but Hang on. Sam had his grand final tickets the other day. Yeah. <laughs> he has got them. He has got them. Yeah. Uh, he has got them. Um, geez, that'd be a heck of a story if they could make the grand final. But um, be honest, uh, this is a completely different looking Warriors side. Now, you're, you're a big rugby league man, and partially they're going great guns. I've had to, in part, uh, eat a bit of humble pie. Mm. Uh, had a little bit of egg on my face. But you, you always say this, right? If you're presented with new evidence, then you're, you're open to change your mind, I would have thought, right? The mm. new evidence being presented is uh, last week and this week, the game's from Sean Johnson. Yeah. Right. So Sean Johnson, I was critical for 18 months saying, look, he's, um, we had an old coach, Gus Gould, who used to say some people lose all desire for physical contact, right? That was Sean. He just didn't want to go to the line. He didn't want to run the ball. He didn't want to run the game. He didn't want to, didn't want to do any of that. That last 15 minutes of that game against the Sharks, he wanted to do everything, mm. everything he wanted to do. He got his hands on the ball 63 times, 63 receipts. Like he was and, – and, and don't worry, he had a, a great support cast around him as well too that were – what about Josh Curran? He was charging at people. Oh, it, no. was, it, was, uh, it was a really, really famous victory for the club that they should be able to build on for the rest of the season. Hey, remember round five against the Sharks. That's the standard we need to aspire to. Mm, mm. The Sharks, will they be dented by that? Definitely. Lead 20 nil and then get run down and, and give up 32 at home. This is not the Sharks of old. This is not the Sharks of last year. Mm. Yeah, like we just want to be jubilant and just – Racking it up, Jimmy, but um, <laughs> we're just tempering it a little bit, just saying, you know, it's early in the season, early in the season. But Sean Johnson, just, I'm so pleased for him as a bloke because he is a tremendous bloke. I don't know whether you've met him. He is a tremendous bloke. And I just wanted him to finish his career with us having good memories of what a good footy player he is. 
And the other thing about it is too, it's it's a good article from Dan Walsh in the Sydney Morning Herald today, one of our good uh, journos. He's back with his family. He was away from his wife and child. I think he saw them for four days out of six months mm. because they're away from home for COVID. It mm. doesn't work. No. I'll tell you We've what. We've got to go. You've got to go. go we'll just play you this. Oh. Come on, the Warriors! Uh, yeah. I told you. Up the ones! <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy Smith. SEN will be there. NRL. So that's the end break. That's the end break. Let's go. We'll be back after hours.